everybody. Jonathan Dorr with you once again. Welcome, friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. Thank you for some lovely feedback yesterday from people around the world, uh, people wondering where I'd been. Uh, one person said, you know, sometimes it's good to have a break, and it, it has been. It's been really good to have just uh, some time to read. I'm a massive reader. I don't know how many of you listening suffer from the same beautiful affliction but, uh, oh my gosh, since I discovered Amazon Prime, it's the worst thing ever. It's like I just keep uh, coming across so many wonderful books to read. I don't remember whether it was Epictetus, but uh, there's a beautiful quote where I think it might have been Epictetus said that, uh, he said, when I have a little money, I buy books, and if there's anything left over, I buy food. <laughs> it's just like, so I've been um, feeding myself and learning a great deal and it's great to be back with you uh, in this challenging time for Catholic education around the world and for all sorts of different parts of our world. But uh, God is good. We are never abandoned. Isn't that beautiful, uh, you know, Matthew 28, where Jesus promises to be with us to the end of the age. He's the same yesterday. He is the same today. And he will be the same forever. Isn't that good news? Isn't it good news to to be reminded of that? You know, we turn on our... Our media, when you look at social media and we're convinced that, uh, you know, that the world is unraveling and all these things are happening. But let's remember that uh, we are an incredibly resilient species, friends. And not only that, but uh, we have a God that promised never to leave us. Okay, so in this new format, we're doing three things in each message. The quote. So if you're not getting the daily quote, uh, just email me, Jonathan at onecatholicteacher.com. That's O-N-E, Catholic Teacher, onecatholicteacher.com. Jonathan at onecatholicteacher.com, and we'll get you back on the list. So if you're not on that list, basically, we uh, I just put out a beautiful sort of spiritual quote uh, around the same time each day. I know we all get a lot of email, but this is a very quick little thing just to inspire you as you go through your day, and it also has the link through to the podcast. So today's quote's from Carol Houselander, who I just came across by accident about a year or two ago. Uh, a beautiful lay Catholic woman, a mystic poet, a writer. Uh, listen to this beautiful quote. She says, Christ asks for a home in your soul where he can be at rest with you, where he can talk easily to you, where you and he alone together can laugh and be silent and be delighted with one another. One more time, Christ asks for a home in your soul where he can be at rest with you, where he can talk easily to you, where you and he alone together can laugh and be silent and be delighted with one another. I just think that's a really lovely quote. I, I, in my own personal spiritual journey, in the journey of prayer, it's been a real challenge for me to, to really encounter God that way, uh, that sort of level of intimacy. Um, I think these things are conditioned by a lot of factors about how we grow up and our experiences of nurture and love and intimacy. I, you know, I meet people that have this incredibly intimate, you know, you look at uh, even saints like uh, St. Therese of the Child Jesus, Therese of Lisieux, who's famous for that level of intimacy that we're all called to. But uh, I just want to say that to pursue this, to, to begin to experience this, because I know some of you listening would, would be like, yeah, okay, this doesn't resonate. But I keep saying podcast after podcast after podcast that we need to create this space and time for intimacy and relationship with Jesus. It doesn't, you know, God's God. It can you know, magically fall from the sky. But this relationship of prayer for the Catholic teacher is one that we have to build. And I, I just think at the moment, this moment in history, there's a, 
a season where I think uh, it, it, there's going to be a smaller number of us that really step up and seek Christ and seek prayer and seek the Holy Spirit and seek the Father through prayer. So let's remind ourselves of just how important this is. All right, so that's the first part. We do our daily quote. Second part is I try and offer something constructive from, uh, I guess, these broad areas of management, motivation uh, that I've been a part of, I guess, professionally for many, many years. So what I want to share with you today is very simple. I've been fascinated by uh, my interest in cognitive behavior therapy. Now, it's something I've come to pretty late I've uh, over many years had a, a great interest in counseling and different theories of human development. But uh, CBT, believe it or not, is one that I kind of didn't get a lot of grounding in. So I've been reading pretty heavily. And I just want to share with you some very simple insights. Some of you will be very familiar with it, some of you less so. But one of the things that CBT does, and if you're listening going, well, hang on, we just did Carol Houseland. How do we get to CBT? Because we're going to do the quote, we're going to do something practically useful, and then we're going to finish with uh, something more inspirational and spiritual to finish. So this second part, let's look at some practical stuff. One of the great things that CBT offers is it helps us to understand our errors in thinking. So most of us go through our day assuming that how we're thinking as Catholic teachers is, or how we're thinking as individuals is just normal, and that we're seeing reality as it really is, and that everybody else is crazy, okay? I mean, that's, that's how many of us go through life. But basically, what CBT points out is that we're very capable of making uh, constant and simple mistakes in how we think. And there's about sort of eight to 10 of them. I'm sure there could be more, depending on how you group them. But the one I want to offer you today is... Uh, it's kind of what they call magical thinking. It's the belief that we have that we know what other people are thinking. And you're going, well, how does this? Well, how is this relevant? Well, think about it. Think about one of the most crucial things about our lives as Catholic teachers is our relationships with other staff and and uh, all the issues that can play out in friendships and relationships. And I know you might have heard of this thing called uh, politics that can play out in uh, in schools and in human relationships. I know. You've only heard about it, no, you've never seen it. But uh, one of the things about you know these close human relationships that we have in Catholic schools is we can often have moments of uncertainty or conflict or difficulty. And one of the things that can happen is that we get up in this magical thinking that CBT reminds us of. And magical thinking is this simple idea that we magically know what other people are thinking about us. You ever done that? You ever sort of been like, you know, you walk down the hall, a uh, corridor in your school and, and a teacher who's normally very friendly kind of almost glares at you and, and just sort of grunts and as you say hello and walks off. So what do you magically do? You know, magically we go, oh, they don't like me anymore. I've done something. I've offended them. I've done something terrible. We have this magical thinking process. And the fact is that we, we can never exactly know what someone's thinking unless we actually ask them and they tell us. So, of course, what CBT will teach us is that this person could have any number of other challenges or things that have, you know, they could have just, their pet could have died that morning or they could have been in a minor car accident on the way to school. There's any number of possibilities. They could have a sick relative who's had a relapse. So, one of the ways to be mentally healthy and to stay resilient, and remember that Catholic teaching and education is a demanding, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually demanding task, is to get ourselves out of this magical thinking. And one of the simplest ways to do that is just to ask ourselves, what else could this mean? What else could this mean? So when someone, you know, sort of glares at you, the real question is, you know, I wonder what's going on for them. So you, you always look for what we call an empowering meaning. You always look for an answer that is going to help you 
to be happier. And I know some of you are going, so you're just saying we construct our own meaning based on whatever? And I go, no, you construct a meaning that is most beneficial, that's going to help you to love the most, that's going to help you to be the most joyful. Uh, And then in the absence of actual data from the person, you sort of, you don't know. So maybe it means you've got to ask. Maybe it means you've got to have the courage to go, hey, you seemed a bit different this morning. Are you okay? And maybe that opens up another conversation. So let's finish on that. But basically, this CBT insight is to avoid magical thinking. You know, the principal doesn't like me. The principal hasn't talked to me for a week. Maybe the principal's really busy. Like, we can't know these things, right? So it's just crucial that we construct meanings that are helpful. All right, last thing today is uh, to bring us back to uh, just some spiritual encouragement. I have been, after many years, investing myself in uh, the concepts of Ignatian discernment. I had a friend recommend it to me recently. And you know what's been fascinating about it is how something that's over 500 years old that has been utterly massive in the history of the church seems to be very quiet at the moment. I find that very interesting. I I know that some of you are familiar with Ignatian discernment, especially if you're in an Ignatian school listening to this, but it's quite quiet, I feel, in the life of the church. And I wonder why that is. I think it's, I personally, because I think that sometimes the enemy uh, really is keen to hide things from the faithful that could be really useful. The discernment of spirits, the discernment of consolation and desolation. But I want to, we'll go into it more deeply in coming podcasts, but I want to leave you with this simple uh, principle from St. Ignatius, who begins to, you know, he gives an opening sort of statement in his spiritual exercises. And he says that, you know, the purpose of the exercises, the purpose of this whole spiritual framework that he built was for what purpose? He said it's to free ourselves of what he calls inordinate attachments. I'll get to that in a sec. Why should we be free of inordinate attachments? Because he says that if we get free of inordinate attachments, then we become free to discern the will of God. And we, you know, to love God and to move towards the salvation of our souls. So a couple of points on that. Wouldn't it be great to know the will of God? I mean, how good would that be to live regularly, to live daily in this sense of knowing what God has for us and what God calls us towards? And that's the beautiful riches of our Catholic faith, our Catholic Catholic faith. Um, person transcribing that's going to have trouble with that. So couple of points to finish. Inordinate desires. What are those? Inordinate means, sort of means unhelpful. It means something that is beyond what is uh, balanced, reasonable, or good. Okay, what's it got to do with you as a Catholic teacher? What's it got to do with Catholic education? I think that we need to look into our lives and look at anything in our teaching vocation that is beyond reasonable that is um i'm not going to say addictive but i mean anything that like it might be something like a craving for uh recognition you know or it might be uh, overly strong ambition ambition can be really problematic in school settings you know the wrong kind of ambition so you know uh the need for recognition uh ambition the need for control the need to be approved of by people any of these desires that we have if they become inordinate if they become too strong, then what Ignatius is saying is that they can block us from hearing and encountering the will of God. So my encouragement to all of us today, including myself, is to look into our lives and say, you know, Holy Spirit, guardian angels, where is the inordinate desire in my vocation? Where are the, where are these, these, sorry, the inordinate attachment? What's something in my teaching life that if I could let go of it, 
if I could just release it into God's hands and say no to it, would free me up to be more open to the will of God. All right? So have a think about that. So what have we done today? We've got Carol Houselander calling us to intimacy with Christ. Just that easy friendship of prayer. Remember, that's only going to happen if you make time for it. On the management, practical personal development side, we've looked at CBT, magical thinking. Okay, so you don't know what people are thinking about you unless you ask them. So remember that. Don't fall into that trap of negative uh, magical thinking. And finally, let's let St. Ignatius remind us to be vigilant about the inordinate attachments in our teaching vocation. Anything that draws us away from encountering the peace and the direction and the will of God. All right, friends, that's it from me today. God bless you. Everything's on the website, onecatholicteacher.com. I'll be back on the speaking circuit once travel restrictions ease. I was almost back on the road and then it flared up again here in Australia. So we'll just... Uh, trust God, and uh, but keep it in mind that when things get back to normal, I'll be back uh, to doing seminars and encouraging teachers in person. So uh, just keep that in mind. Now, do me a favor. Make sure you've subscribed to the podcast. It's a huge help. Uh, subscribe to it, and please share it with people. And if you're not getting that daily email, uh, email me, Jonathan, at onecatholicteacher.com. I'll get straight back to you. All right, friends, God bless. Praying for you. Thank you for what you do every day as a Catholic teacher. Uh, our world is in travail. It is in, uh, oh, it's, it's just a lot going on. And I'm more convinced than ever than what you do as a Catholic teacher to remember helping young people to remember God, helping young people to encounter, to have intimacy with Jesus is an incredibly important thing at this moment in history. So God bless you. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast, and I'll have another message for you tomorrow.